the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffle Podcast, episode 175. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Hello, Unruffled listeners. We are popping in at the top of the show to share with you several ways that you can help support the podcast. First, you can become a patron of the show by donating to our Patreon fundraising campaign. Please consider supporting our consistent effort in bringing you weekly content on creativity and recovery, all for less than the price of a latte. For just a dollar an episode, you will receive early access to each week's show as our way of saying thank you. If every listener did this, we would be over the moon. The link to our Patreon campaign is www.patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. And that's not it. You can share our show on social media or with your friends, and you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating on iTunes. All of this helps our little show immensely, and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, on to the show. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. How are you? Okay. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I, okay. I know there will, there will be a day when I'm not talking about this. So I'm just going to preface that. I'm sorry, okay. guys. I'm going to keep talking about it. So we just moved back into our house yeah. um, after being out of it for a year. It was remodeled, if you haven't heard. <laughs> um, I've been unpacking for three days straight. And let me just say that, you know, like, sometimes it doesn't hit me that I'm 51. Like that, like I don't even notice it. Like I feel the same. I feel better often than I did even when I was in my late twenties and thirties because I was abusing myself, not taking care of myself. Um, so most times I don't like go, Oh my God. You know, like I'm, uh, who's I thinking of, do you ever watch Sanford and son? I loved that. (laughs) Joe. Grady's namesake is from Sanford and Son. Yeah. Is it? Well, there's I, a Grady oh, in there. Right, yeah. Grady. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. how funny. Yeah. I loved, I religiously watched that show. And you know how Sanford would like, well, of course he would like fake the heart attack, but you know how he would just always just be like double dope, like he was too, you know, old and mm-hmm. like he just couldn't move because <laughs> right. his body was all st- stiff. Well, that's how I felt <laughs> last night. You felt like Sanford? I did. I did. Because it, I mean, I've been unpack- unpacking boxes three days straight. Like yesterday, yeah. I probably worked 10 hours mm. unpacking, lifting heavy boxes, bending over, you know, th- breaking them down, putting things away, getting on step ladders, you know, like, so, and I, 
it hadn't felt the effects of it in my body until last night. And I was so exhausted. And it was that thing where you're just so exhausted that I couldn't fall asleep because my legs were just throbbing and like everything hurt. (laughs) So I had to get up and take some ibuprofen because I, it was like 11 o'clock and I still couldn't fall asleep. Mm. So anyway, feeling my age right now, I guess you could say. And, um, but we've made progress. So good. I've seen it a little bit on Instagram. I'm loving it, Sandra. Yeah. We've made some progress. It's not even close to being finished, but it, it won't be for a while. And I just have to accept that. I mean, we need some like major pieces of furniture and all of that, but you know, that's just not going to happen for a little while. Um, just have to keep plugging along and uh, the good news. Yeah, it is exciting. And the good news is we've gotten rid of more stuff, which is really, feels really good. Oh, good. (laughs) I know. I know. This friend to say that. I know. Well, we got rid of, of a lot, you know, we purged a lot as we packed. And then one of our, one of our friends from the unruffled Facebook group um, messaged me at the very beginning of this, um, journey <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, said, okay, we did the same thing. We remodeled the house. We were out for a year. She said, get, you might as well just have a dumpster when you're, <laughs> when you're moving back in, because uh, you've lived without that stuff for a year, you're going to be like, I don't need this. And she's right. Mm-hmm. She was right. We've gotten rid of even, you know, I've taken like three car loads full of stuff to the, um, you know, to the, to our local thrift store. I'm, I'm giving things away. We have a, a buy nothing group for our neighborhood, which is great. I don't, you probably wouldn't have one maybe because you don't have a, you know, you kind of live remotely, but most cities and suburbs have them, I think. And they're just on Facebook, but they're great. I put the things up there that are kind of, you know, like a little more special to go just to the, you know, dump at the thrift store. Yeah. Are at the Goodwill and um, like Legos and things like that. Anyway, I would like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really fun. You can, you know, just give things. You can ask for things. Like we needed a just a cable cord. When we were trying to set up our cable, the cable um, company shorted us a cord and just got on there. Hey, does anybody have a cord like this? And within five minutes, somebody had posted that they had a cord and they put it out on their porch for me. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really cool thing. So anyway, lots of that, lots of sorting and, and you know, I, um, first of all, never would have made this much progress while I was drinking. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, never. Like I would have woken up every morning and said, you know, it'll make this easier. Yeah. <laughs> if I open what, a what bottle make, of wine. So what would make it easier? Sandra? Right. If I open a bottle of wine while I do this, I'll sure. make this way more enjoyable. And then 30 minutes in, I'd get decision fatigue. Right. And get distracted. Not, and- yeah. Just complete decision fatigue. Like I don't know where I'm going to put this, you know, if I, if I choose a spot, it's forever, you know, it, and, and, and just would have gotten overwhelmed and not, and three hours later, I'd still have three full boxes. Um, 
but now I'm just like making decisions. Okay. This is going to go here. If I decide in six months that I don't like it here, I can change it. Right. You have the prerogative to change your mind and it's not a big deal. You don't have to get fatigued by that decision. Right. 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 So it's, yeah, I'm amazed with myself. Actually, (laughs) I'm going to give you a gold star star right now, Sandra. Thank you. I'm going to give you a bunch of them. Truly deserve it. (laughs) I mean, I do. You've come to the right girl to, to do that for you because I, I, I like that. I give myself gold stars on my journals someday. I'm like, all right, you, that was a banner day, Tammy. Yes. How old am I? Yeah. I keep forgetting. Well, Um, right. You gotta, somebody's gotta, yeah. Gotta celebrate yourself. Who else is going to do it? (laughs) I know my husband isn't walking around going, you're doing such a great job. I mean, he's just not, he doesn't have time for accolades. So (laughs) (laughs) no, we have to do that ourselves sometimes. Although I sure would like somebody to do that for me someday. (laughs) I'm putting that on my ideal list for my my ideal man. There you go. Sure. A little, you know, I'm going to give him a little packet of gold stars. I'm like, you know, you, you don't have to use them all the time. I'm just saying right. every once in a while, if you just put one on the bathroom mirror, it's really going to make my day. So just <laughs> for you to know that about me. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. My sponsor says if I, you know, put it on that ideal list, I'm going to get it. So I'm going mm, right. to go for broke, Sandra. I'm going to, there you go. I'm going to want a little gold star every once in a while. Wouldn't hurt anybody. <laughs> How about you? Uh, my son's back. Yay. My son's back. It feels like my heart is all full and back in place. You know, it feels like a little piece of me is missing when he's gone um, and not able to contact him. No cell phone. You know, he went on like a 50 mile trek in the wilderness with his men's group. And it was just so good to pick him up. I went to Berkeley and um, which is about an hour, depending on traffic could be an hour, hour and a half away. And so it was nice to just pick him up. He was right on time and just looked so much taller and tanner and more like a man. You know, every time I see him, he just looks bulkier and I don't know. And he has such a quiet, sweet, um, kind disposition. And so it's very like, I didn't want to bombard him with questions. You know, they encouraged us in the past because this is his third year doing it. Like, when they come home, just as re-entry with anything, as we know, right? When you go on a spiritual weekend or some kind of quest or some kind of workshop, anything that you're kind of disconnecting from your family and getting into something else, like it's hard for re-entry sometimes. And yeah, you need darn. to kind of decompress and, and yeah. unpack and, you know, literally and, and, you know, unpack your head. Yeah. So I tried not to ask yeah. too many questions and uh, which is hard for me. Uh, mainly just generic, like, you know, did you eat well? How are your feet? Um, last year he had so many blisters. He was in so much pain mm. when he returned home and it sounded like everything just went fantastic. Wonderful. You know, other than he didn't have tent poles. So he didn't have a tent when it was raining and hailing, but he figured it out and he survived. So oh. <laughs> that's it. Um, they had a mantra for the trip. I wanted to share with you before we oh, get sure. into things, um, which is really beautiful. They do like these, um, kind of spiritual practices. Uh, they do a Thanksgiving day address, which is kind of like a gratitude list, but it's spoken, Uh um, in a circle out in nature at sunrise. And, um, but, and so, but the mantra that they had for the trip, what is that all will end well. And so anything that happened, they would just say, remember all will end well. 
Oh, that's wonderful. And so they started the trip and had two vans and gas was pouring out of one of them. So they look underneath the van they rented, you know, to have all these young men and their supplies. And they looked under the van and there was like duct tape, like kind of keeping things together under this awesome. rented. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> and Grady's like, we all just said, remember what we just said, all will end well. And, you know, so one of the guys that runs the, you know, his parents came, the guy that runs the trip and gave them an extra car or van and off they went. Um, but he just said, that's kind of any kind of challenge that they came up against. That was their mantra. And I just thought about recovery and I just thought about having that kind of mindset, right? Mm -hmm. all, will be, all will end well. We just have to keep doing a little action and try to find solutions. And um, yeah, so I'm glad to have him home. Feels, the house feels good to have him back. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet. Um, before we jump into everything, yeah. I was just going to say for me, if people want to find out what's going on, I have a lot kind of percolating and going on right now. Just my newsletter is the best way. And you can find that at TammySolace.com. You can sign up if you're not already signed up. And I have some new things coming up in September that aren't fully formed, uh, but that's the best way to find me is on my website. Yeah, I would encourage the same. Um, I send, I, I send out a newsletter almost every week. I even sent one out yesterday in the midst of all this. I just had one that I'd been writing in my head and I finally just had to sit down and, and type it out cause it wouldn't leave me alone. And, um, I'm also doing a thing where I am putting my newsletters onto my blog. I'm kind of sharing the content. Oh, I there. love that. Yeah. I've been doing it for, uh, you know, the last, I don't know, month or so. Um, so if you just hate newsletters, um, which I know you, you that hate newsletters cause you unsubscribe, but <laughs> I'm not holding it against you though. I'm not just going, had this little list going over here, but uh, no, it's okay. It's all right. You can unsubscribe. Um, but yeah, I get it you know, yeah. we get bombarded with email. So if you hate newsletters, um, I'm also sharing the same content to my blog. So if that's a, a easier, softer way for you to read what I have to say, then, um, you can check out that as well. But I am taking clients for change your story. I, I really hope that I have, um, more um, interest because I'm so excited about sharing all of this content that I've been working on. Um, and that sounded a little desperate, but I guess that's how I'm feeling right now. Um, if you have oh. questions, please feel free to um, email me at Sandra at the Um, there's a, also a contact page on my website, the and, um, and I'd be happy to chat with you before you commit, if you just have, yeah. have questions. I think summer, Sandra, just this August, getting the kids I back, know. what's happening with school. I feel that I, too. And I, I feel like it. once Labor Day is here, I feel like we'll be able to dig back into client work. That's why yeah. I'm, I took August off of not taking clients just because of my own you know, thing I had going on and learning new things and taking workshops. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's coming. I get it. Yeah, you're right. How can right. people find it? How can people find you? Yeah, it's at theunruffle.com. Um, there's a tab on the top that says work with me. And if you hover over that, there's change your story. It's also highlighted on at the pink bar on the top. Hmm. Easy peasy. And you can get all the information there. Good. 
Well, today it's summer. You're moving in. I'm who knows what the, uh, uh, I almost said the F word. <laughs> I guess I can say it. I just, it's you hard. absolutely can. Do I really want to start my day that way? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And, and it's just, it's summer and August and it's a little crazy. So we thought we'd just kind of do a short and sweet episode today. Yeah. Light and easy. Light and fun. Easy, and fun. How about a little fun? It's summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> So I think we're going to hit these points. We'll see if we do. I don't know. Our goal is to talk about, you know, what we're reading, what we're watching and what we're listening to. And yeah. so to that end, do you want to start? You want me to start? Um, I can start. Let's start with television. Okay. Let's okay. Let's do it. Okay. So. What you watching? Uh, I watched, um, we are uh, Freestyle Love Supreme. What? If you freestyle love Supreme. Okay. So freestyle love Supreme is a freestyle improv rap troupe that started probably over 10 years ago. Um, one of the members is Lin-Manuel Miranda. You may know him oh. from a little musical called Hamilton. Yes. And he and uh, his buddies um, started this, amazing freestyle rap um, show, I guess that's what it was, show. And it takes you, they documented it pretty well. And so it takes you from like the um, sort of the beginnings when they started it, kind of through the midway point up until now. And they had last year, they took it to Broadway. They kind of reunited and took it to Broadway. And it's just so cool. It's so inspiring. It's just so, it just shows you like what happens, um, in what can happen in collaboration. Mm -hmm. Um, it shows you what is possible when you just have a vision and you kind of stick with it, even though you're in a basement of a bookstore and you've got three people in the audience, it just shows what can happen when you just stay with something mm -hmm. and doing, and you keep doing it because you love it. And that's oh, the only, that. that's your only, that's your only uh, goal. And how many people, it's him and somebody else, or is it a group of yeah, people? Yeah, it's him or, and okay. it's, some of the members have come and gone, but it's about, I don't, I guess it's like eight of them, 10 maybe max at times. Um, a couple of, uh, at least uh, a couple of the other um, members of that original team went on to help Lin-Manuel with um, uh, Hamilton, Christopher Jackson being one of them he um played uh george washington okay yeah original hamilton yeah and uh it's just so good it's so good so if you're a fan of hamilton uh obviously then you need to watch it if you aren't then it's still you would still love it it's so good okay i will check that out right it's just the their enthusiasm is so contagious and it's funny it's really funny so mm -hmm. Highly entertaining. And the name what of that again? Just so yeah, it's called We Are Freestyle Love Supreme. Okay. And it's a Hulu. I want to say it was a Hulu. God, there's so many places to watch things. I want to say it was a Hulu original. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I'm interested in that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think I mentioned on the last episode what I was watching. I'm watching a lot of TV since I got my new couch, I have to say. I'm watching mm. way more than I ever have, probably ever. Mm. Um, I've been alone for 10 days. I work all day. And then at night, I kind of just check out. Um, mm-hmm. I've been trying to adopt your kind of stopping at five o'clock, you know, kind of like, I don't uh-huh. know if that's yours, but just like having yeah, a hard sure. stop to the day done, and um, not working on the weekends. And that's still a work in progress, but I'm trying to have some boundaries around my time because I'm feeling, you know, that it's all gone. But anyhow, that's Tax. not what we're talking about. Yeah, totally. And watching TV has been something that's been um, very relaxing for me. And so I watched the Beastie Boys story on Apple TV, which I think I recommended last show or the show before. And it's so good, Sandra. It I is so high on the list. Having, fantastic. Yeah. I, at first, I didn't think we had Apple TV, but I think we do. And so we yeah. just need to log into it, I think. But yeah. I, so that was just like list. a quick recommendation again, if no one has seen it. And it's about collaboration and it's about their lifelong friendship and it's about how they're not a band anymore since their friend died. I mean, how could they be? Mm, right. Right. They uh, were very, I heard them on um, the Dak Shepard show, the armchair expert. And they were like, you know, he's like, going to get to continue with the band. He's like, no, our, our, our bandmate died. Yeah. There's no, no band. There's no, no beastie boys. Yeah. They were very much the trio, you know, the triangle, the kind of the three, yeah. the force. So um, it's really good. But what I watched, what I wanted to, to share is that I um, watched a documentary that blew my mind. And you might already know about this practice, Sandra, but for those of you who are listening that don't, I freaking was transfixed with it and took so many notes. And I can't believe how simple it is and how I have not been doing this in my life. It's called the earthing movie. Um, Hmm. The remarkable science of grounding. Oh, like taking your shoes off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was just about putting your feet on the ground and touching the earth, right? Laying in the grass, uh, putting your hands on the earth, sitting, you know, if you're going to meditate, maybe sitting outside and doing that, putting your back up against a tree, uh, something super simple, but mm-hmm. it was just talking about how disconnected we have been from the earth. Uh, and they attribute oh, yeah. that to, um, the, in, the invention of, uh, where is it at? Synthetic souls were invented in the 1960s Mm. and the rubber soul has been keeping us from touching the earth, which they believe has been, um, which causes inflammation, which causes all of these other diseases. So it's kind of a little bit woo, you know, some people could consider it that. However, it's been done for centuries before they invented the synthetic shoe, you know, uh, in the sixties. Um, and so, They said that 95% of the people walk insulated on this earth right now, you know, not truly touching it. And so what the practice was, there was physicists, there was cardiologists, there was integrated medical specialists, there was um, a biophysicist and an author. And they were just saying that like every system in the body goes into balance when you're grounded. Mm -hmm. And it's like this simple practice. And I was just thinking about for recovery, it's a simple practice that we could do, uh, before we like start our day to help kind of regulate your body. The man that invented it, uh, what is his name? Clint Ober, he was the founder of the grounding technique. He was like a cable guy, Sandra. Like he Mm. invented cable TV. 
And so oh, wow. the former electrician, but he invented cable TV when he, with the, when his kids had like a computer at home back in the day with the modems and uh, the television set. And he said that when you, when you have to ground, you have to ground wires before you put them into the house, right? Before you have right. to bring them in to your TV. And if you don't ground the wires, you get a fuzzy reception on your TV. When you don't ground yourself, you get a fuzzy reception in your body. That was basically like kind of the simple way he could describe it. Yeah. And it made sense. Yeah. Well, I'm an OG like barefoot hippie. Totally. (laughs) But, um, and I totally, yeah, I get that. I mean, like sometimes I'm, I just crave to my, it's like my feet crave to just get in the dirt. Mm -hmm. And like in the summer, I like to get summer feet, you know what summer feet are, you know, and you walk around and you kind of toughen up the. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. Your feet. Um, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that for sure. I love. Do you follow um, Dr. Zach Bush? Yes. Yes, he's yeah. dreamy. A. Yes, he is. And B. Um, very smart. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go A F is where I thought you were going. With that. Mm, yeah, I could keep going. Uh, I yeah, I could. There's a long list. It would cover the entire alphabet, but, um, he does, if you follow him on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Zach Bush, MD, uh, he does this, um, series called breathe your biome. And it's just so lovely. Like if you, it's not the same as actually breathing the biome, but, um, people will post pictures of themselves or just their scenery when they're out in nature and they hashtag it, breathe your biome. And it's so lovely to click through those and see where people are out, like, you know, breathing fresh air and grounding themselves. Yeah. Well, it sounds super simple, right? So the the whole idea of it, it's super simple. And they were just talking about, um, you know, when you do that mother earth, um, you know, it's in da- the uh, mother earth has all of these electrons and that the electrons could be absorbed through your feet. So it's very simple, but they were just talking about, um, when you wear shoes that you lose your electrical ground with the planet. And because that we're, you know, we're, we're around all of these, um, modern devices, right? We're right. All of this electromagnetic radiation is what they said. And we have no um, idea what it's doing to us. Right. And we get charged, they say by the, mm-hmm. by the electromagnetic fields that are around us. And it's just really not good for us. And so just watching, it was just so, everything just seems so common sense. And so there was a couple of people that spoke on it and I wrote down a couple of things. So Mariel Hemingway, they, they chatted with her, um, who Casey, I don't know if I ever told you this, my, my friend Casey, who passed away, who had cancer, she went and had lunch with Mariel Hemingway um, down in Malibu one day before she passed away, Aww. talking about alternative ways to cure cancer. Oh, right. And Casey, mm. unfortunately, I mean, she was all about it, doing all of the alternative things, but yeah. her, her cancer was too far advanced um, at the stage that she was in. But she had this beautiful lunch. Mariel Hemingway gave her her time, told her her resources, directed her to some um, alternative medicine practitioners, um, was really kind to her. Um, but she's talking about this grounding and she says, it just pulls you into you and who you are. And that by putting your bare feet on the ground, it helps to kind of recalibrate you. And that made sense to me because I, I've been doing it the last couple of days. And I was like, this is interesting. That's such a simple thing. That's almost like a non thing. Right. 
and something right. do. And the, um, there was this doctor, her name is Dr. Laura Conover. And she said, you do not need a doctor to recommend grounding. No, right. It's your birthright. Like uh-huh. you just go do it. So the cool thing about the grounding that I loved about this documentary, because the woman who's making it, her daughter was really ill and in the hospital a lot. And so they were trying to find something to help her that we can try anything. Um, so she, but she started doing it. It was recommended that she start grounding and that she lay naked in the grass completely. Mm-hmm. And so the mom mm-hmm. did and it reduced inflammation. It improved her immune system. It quieted her sympathetic nervous system. And then her adrenals started to recover. She was stro- so stressed out from trying to save her daughter's life. Right. Wow. As you are, as you would be. Um, that it really helped her. And they said that adrenal fatigue is kind of like this precursor to weight gain. Mm -hmm. And so she ended up, her byproduct was that she lost 50 pounds. She said, and, and, and that's not why you would do it. It's not a weight loss technique, but they're saying that when things aren't inflamed and that your adrenals are in check, you know, it's just like this natural byproduct. So Mm -hmm. your metabolism levels out, your body starts to balance itself. And then, you know, all diseases, they say any disease you have can benefit from grounding. I believe that. Oh, I totally believe that. Oh, Sandra. That's wacky science at all. It was so great. Um, And you know what I just thought of too? It makes you think about where your feet are. You know, when you have shoes on, you just, you aren't really thinking about it. But when you don't, you are very conscious about where your feet are and where your feet are going, which is a really good recovery tool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Part of this was um, learning how to do grounding, orienting, and centering with clients for recovery. And this is part of, um, Jolene had shared this link a couple weeks ago in, our, in, in her newsletter. And um, that's not how I found it though, even though I'm taking the, practice, I'm taking the, um, the coaching with her, I, somebody else had recommended it. So I was just, she has us ground before we start doing our work together and putting my feet on the floor in my house and I've also been holding a rock that I picked up on a beach recently, a couple months ago, just a stone. Because, well, I know there's crystals and gems and stones and things, Sandra, and I know what some of them do. It has, it's not in my wheelhouse to be versed in that. And what she's helped me figure out, is like, it doesn't, you don't have to know all that stuff. You just have to ground yourself. Yeah. You just have to hold on to Mother Earth in some way, shape, or form. So for me, that's the rock put my feet firmly on this wood floor, feel it. So it just spoke to me. And I thought, gosh, if, if, um, if any of that is true, even if 2% of that is true, which I don't think it's just that, um, I, I want in on that. So I've been practicing it this week and just trying to, you know, be conscious why I don't have to put shoes on. I can walk up to my studio with no shoes on. And I can actually sit out there for a little bit and meditate. So anyhow, it blew my mind. It's fantastic. It's earthingmovie.com. People can check it out. I watched it out on, I watched on YouTube. Uh, okay. And it's about an hour long. It's not terribly long, but I found it really, really informational. And I thought it would really be good for our listeners to, to check out too. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, Love I think it. you're going to like it. All right. Hey, what's next on our watching? Let's talk about what we're listening to. And I have, I have, that's a two part thing for me because when I could talk about podcasts and the other, I could talk about music quickly, but yeah. Okay. And then we'll end with music at the end. Oh, that's right. Okay. So you, okay. Let's do that at the end. We're going on the fly here. 
We're going people on the fly. We're going on the fly. <laughs> well, there's a reason we're going to do Save that. Save music to the end. Yeah, yeah. So you want to talk about podcasts then? Uh, sure. Have you yeah. listened to any lately? I have, or, or audiobooks. How about that? Throw those together. Um, so, okay. The first podcast I've just got two to mention. The first yeah. one was a fantastic ritual podcast number five. 33. So it's pretty recent. He releases a lot of podcasts, but, um, but this one's very, he's very busy, Sandra. Yeah, yes. He's very busy. (laughs) Mm. Yes. Um, I like his new look. Can we just talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. He does have, he does uh, look ruggedly handsome right now. Does he not? It is striking. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm, I'm taking us off course (laughs) as I do. Go ahead. Anyway, and have you noticed that often, like he often has um, friends that are doctors and scientists and whatnot are also very dreamy, like Dr. Zach Bush. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to mention another one right now, Dr. Andrew Huberman. Do you know Dr. Andrew Huberman? Wait a minute. I feel like I do only from him. Okay. All right. Now I've got to go to his feed here. I got to go look at this. Very smart. Very smart. And oh, wait, uh, here he is. Yes. Very, uh, very mm. easy on the eyes as well. Okay. Well, the so, company he keeps. Yeah. It's, it's, I know. <laughs> okay. Anybody listening that doesn't know who we're fawning <laughs> over, Rich Roll, my imaginary boyfriend on the show. Sounds like maybe Sandra's too. <laughs> or maybe Zach Bush is hers. Well, we're 50 51. We get to do this shit. You know what I mean? Whatever. I'm harmless. <laughs> I am harmless. I'm not coming for you. I Dr. am. Dr. Bush. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, Dr. Andrew Huberman is a neurobiologist and he specializes in neuroplasticity. And what neuroplasticity is, is like changing your brain, basically. And he, the podcast, the whole, I've only listened to it once, but I stopped it. It probably took me three hours to get through it because I stopped it and took notes. It's so good. It's okay. so good. Um, so if that's your, like, if you're nerd out on brain science, um, you will love this podcast. He uh, talks about, you, you know, ways that you can like immediately change your brain and that's through, um, breathing techniques. And like, I've literally incorporated some of his ideas into my change your story program, like ways you can fire up your brain, ways you can, you know, calm the monkey mind. And, um, yeah, it's just so good. Highly recommend that one. I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I'm going to apply my very unscientific language. <laughs> right. No, I got his <laughs> very smart and scientific language. So, um, oh. but he, but he describes it the way he, you know, carries on the conversation. Obviously, it's not you know anything you can't latch onto. It's so good, very good. Okay. Um, the other one that I binged very short episodes, about 12 of them, is a podcast series called Rabbit Hole from the New York Times. Ooh. Oh. I'm always going down rabbit holes. So Tell me about so it. Okay. Times rabbit Hole. So this one is called Rabbit Hole, and it's by the New York Times 
it's a New York Times series. Okay. It's only about 12 of them. They're all about 20 to 30 minutes long. So you can listen to it in a day pretty much, I think is what I did when I was out in my studio. But um, so good. It's basically about um, kind of how you can go down the internet rabbit hole with conspiracy theories. And it's pretty modern, you know, like it touches mm-hmm. on that, some that are, that you see out in the landscape right now in the political social landscape right now. And, um, it's fascinating. It's okay. fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to find it on, um, I'm trying to find it. Anyhow, we can put that maybe in the show notes. Um, yeah, I think okay. if you, yeah. Uh, cause I don't use iTunes, so I don't, no, yeah, I don't if either. it comes up through there, but Stitcher for sure. If you just type in rabbit hole, it comes right up. Okay. Even if you just Google rabbit hole, New York times podcast, NYT okay. podcast, it comes right up. Okay. Um, just fascinating. Rabbitpodcast.com. If anybody wants to just, Oh, there you go. I'm going to do it here. Oh my gosh. Super cute little rabbit on there. <laughs> Is that it? Did, was that the New York times? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. the one, um, yeah. the rabbit hole podcast, but yes, that's awesome. Okay. I will love that. I I'm constantly going down rabbit holes and, um, conspiracy theorists, um, are interesting to me and oh, I'm fascinated. so yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, this looks great, Sandra. So uh-huh. a rabbit hole is a complexly bizarre or difficult state or situation conceived of as a whole into which one falls or descends especially one in which the pursuit of something such as an answer solution leads to other questions, problems, or pursuits. Yeah. Because it keeps expanding, right? You keep writing it out. And they tell, they don't just use a whole lot of anecdotal, um, you know, stories, what basically they kind of, you know, interview one guy and he sort of takes the interviewers through how he got from one thing to the next. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of started with YouTube. He was kind of searching personal development stuff and it just shows how he got from there to where he ended up. Oh, very and it's cool. so good. Just oh. absolutely. If you like, um, I mean, I was a sociology major, so I find I find that 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 thread very fascinating. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Do you have any more to? That's it. Guess? That's all. Those. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could keep going, but yes, those are the. <laughs> I have to say, I am not listening to podcasts at at any at any rate like I used to. Like right. I am very selective right now. I think the media that I'm consuming, and that's kind of what we're talking about this episode, like what are we consuming? Um, even though, you know, it would appear that we have quote unquote more time, right? In this new way of being, in this new way that we're living, but I'm wanting more quiet. And so I'm not listening to things like I used to. And I think my, not to sound too lofty, but my spiritual house, I guess, which is me, my body, I'm not needing to fill it up as much as I used to in early recovery. Whereas mm-hmm. before, I think I was just trying to consume as much as I could. I need to change. I, I had this insatiable desire to learn um, and to shift and to grow, which I still do, but I'm a much more patient. I'm much more patient about that, knowing that things are going to unfold. So I haven't felt the need personally to like just 
listen to everything Rob Bell's saying. I know he has a bunch of new ones and I haven't even listened to yet. Whereas before- I haven't I, listened, yeah, in a while, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, one podcast that I have been listening to since I am going through this uh, transition in my life and becoming you know, uncoupled from my husband, and um, I've been listening to Esther Perel's Where Should We Begin? Oh, yeah. She's so fantastic. I mean, and what is her like- is her title? I should have written this down. Like she's like a not a sex, a relationship expert. I don't know. I'm gonna look up what her title is, like what she would call herself. Uh, but anyway, I've been listening to her podcast, which is where she's interviewing couples, and it's edited, of course, but she's only meeting with them one time and she's helping them kind of she's working her magic of of of, of who she is, which is kind of just breaking down their relationships and she her famous quote is kind of like the quality of our relationships determines the quality of our lives and Mm. and that she believes that human connection has the transformative power in all aspects of our lives so she's kind of a quote-unquote expert on relationships and sexuality so i find it very interesting and i've been listening to her lately and the episode that i wanted to share which i found fascinating where's there it is i'm sorry i'm not more prepared it's up on my screen and i my glass my my eyesight's just gone sandra i have to keep switching from (laughs) it's it's this is 50 um it's called it's in season four of the show episode three and it's the chronic philanderer so you can imagine what that episode is about (laughs) but she's so good at calling out things for both people like you might think that the, whoever was cheating was going to get it in that episode, but no, she's, and she's also like this, the beautiful way she advocates for the other partner if she needs to, so that the, so that the other person can hear it. You know, sometimes when we're in a relationship, good guy, bad guy, feeling like, you know, one's vindicated or one's right or one's. Right. And that's a them. sticky, I mean, people have strong feelings about that one way or the other. Right. Yeah, for sure. And so I have, there's more to listen to, but the, but like one here, I haven't listened to it yet. It's a, when I'm manic, I cheat. That sounds interesting. It's about a bipolar wow. and infidelity and open relationships. So I can't wait to listen to that. Uh, and then the other episodes called like, it's very hard to live with a saint. <laughs> so I can't wait to listen to that one. And I don't know. She just has a great way. I saw her at speak at 1440 multiversity. Um, and I went to a workshop of hers with Steve when we were trying to still hang on to this thing and in our marriage. And it, I, I appreciate how smart she is. And, I, and she just seems very compassionate to both sides, the man and the woman in the, mar- in, the, in the relationship, to humans. So that's what I'm listening to in terms of podcasts. Other than that, not, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. I get it. I, um, I listen when I'm in my studio, you know, when I'm sewing usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I've also been mixing in, you know, audiobooks and, and, uh, so yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, I, I, and then sometimes I listen to nothing and because I just want silence. Yeah. Um, I just get maxed out on consumption. Yeah. And I can't file another thing. And, um, you know, in, but I, sometimes I have to like really, um, what do I, I have a, I have a drive to uh, 
a productive drive mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and a multitasking drive. And so I have to be really conscious of an, and, um, gently sort of coach myself um, sometimes that no, Sandra, what you actually need is, is silence. Mm. Um, and you need to not be consuming something right now. And so sometimes I have to, um, make the conscious choice. Right. Yeah. You're going to like my book recommendation then when we get to that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Books. Books. So, Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of, (laughs) well, okay. So as you guys probably remember last year, I had a goal to read 50 books in a year and I did that. And most of those books I read cover to cover. I mean, there were a few that I skimmed or I skipped chapters, but almost all of those books I read cover to cover, even if they weren't, even if I wasn't really loving them, I just kept going. Um, this year has been so different. I have probably like eight books right now with bookmarks in them. Unfinished, unfinished. Um, the book that I am reading cover to cover and I'm almost finished with, I've mentioned this book a hundred times, but I, it's the one that I'm reading right now and, and going to finish is Many Roads, One Journey by Dr. Charlotte Castle. It's, um, The subtitle is Moving Beyond uh, the 12 Steps, and the book is so good. Mm. And um, that one I'm committed to. Uh, I've listened to some audiobooks, and I have finished three, I guess. But even some of those, I've like eh, kind of fallen off and haven't finished. (laughs) And do you think that's just because of like what's going on in the world? Maybe. This is a different year, right? And that your consumption is more... um... Like you're mining for it a little bit, right? Like, what do I really want? It's a little scattered, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so I, yeah, I don't really know, know why, but it is, it is odd. I mean, like I said, normally I'll have, you know, eight books checked out from the library and I'll finish them all before I turn them back. Not, not so much this year. It's not happening that way. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So that's really it. I don't really have a lot to report on that front. Like I did, you know, like I did in 2019 where I was like, Oh, I could have given you three books that I just (laughs) read that were so incredibly good. And yeah, this year is so different. Yeah. I was thinking about that too, as we were talking about doing this episode and it's going to sound, I'm going to sound, I don't know how I'm going to sound. I'm just going to say it. I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of words. (laughs) I'm tired of words through the computer. I'm tired of so many emails. I'm tired. I'm just kind of fatigued from my computer. And that has been affecting me wanting to read an actual book. My attention span seems to not be the same right now. Uh, I too have stacks of books that I'm starting, bookmarking, moving on to the next one. I'll come back to that one. So I have kind of a rotating little stack next to my bed. I do start my mornings with books and read from certain books, um, pieces of it, like you were saying, like a little bit here and there adds to my little spiritual practice I do in the morning. Uh, But I am finding to be completely transparent. If someone's sending me a really long newsletter, I'm not reading it. I don't, Mm. for some reason I can't ingest it right now. 
So with my own newsletter, because I know I'm wordy and I like to talk a lot, I've been trying to think about that. Like, how can I send something out that is digestible, that people can consume? And it's not too much right now. I'm not a writer like you are. So for me, I've, I've gone back to the list format. I need a little list that kind of can help me. Um, I like newsletters that are lists right now. I read yours, of course, Sandra, because I love yours. But I have about three or four that I'll read. And then the rest right. of them, I'm either unsubscribing right now or I'm just deleting and think I can't, and I cannot read. I cannot take that in right now on top of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people are, you know, even if they weren't using, I don't know, that format to communicate with their audience, they're certainly doing it now because yeah. they can't do it in person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of online content right now. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, that's great. And so, and, and if I were, um, I was even saving some things into a little folder the other day and I was like, I'm not going to go back and read that stuff. I know it. I'm not going to. Right. So I just needed to get clear about what my reading looks like. It's not, it's not great because at night I have been um, a way for me to check out or to disengage from the day or the computer is to, to, is to watch TV right now. Um, but there's this beautiful book that I bought at the beginning of the year, Sandra, that I have um, dug back into and it's called Silence in the Age of Noise. Oh. By, by Erling, Erling Kagge. And I don't see, huh. I'm sorry, K-A-G-G-E. It's this beautiful little tiny book. It's kind of got like these pink ombre sky with um, little mountaintops at the bottom, um, snow-capped mountaintop. But there's, a, there's just a little section and I was, I was going to read it if you would indulge me. Sure. Um, silence. Okay. Let's see where it's at. However, silence can also be a friend a comfort and a source of deeper riches. In the silence that follows, the poet Rolf Jacobson wrote, the silence that lives in the grass and the underside of each blade and in the blue space between stones. The silence that rests like a young bird in your palms. It is easy to see oneself in Rolf Jacobson's experience. Alone, out on the ocean, you can hear the water. In the forest, a babbling brook or else branches swaying in the wind. On the mountain, tiny movements between stones and moss. These are times when silence is reassuring. I look for that within myself from minute to minute. It might take, in, take place in the outdoors, but it could just as easily occur as I head to the office when I take a moment to pause just before a meeting or pull back from a conversation. Shutting out the world is not about turning your back on your surroundings, but rather the opposite. It is seeing the world a bit more clearly, staying a course and trying to love your life. Silence in itself is rich. It is exclusive and luxurious, a key to unlock new ways of thinking. I don't regard it as a renunciation or something spiritual, but rather as a practical resource for living a richer life or to put it in more ordinary terms, as a deeper form of experiencing life than just turning on the TV to watch the news again. Ooh, I just love that. That is beautiful. And I think about, in my 12-step meetings, sometimes it'll get quiet, Sandra. Mm -hmm. Nobody will have anything to say. Yeah. And it's the most kind of sacred moment, I feel like, like a, like a God space, I guess, for lack of a better term, like the right. God's visiting or 
someone has called that God's breath, like when there's like this silence in between shares. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I almost wish for it while I'm in the meeting. Like mm-hmm. I'm almost like, cra- I'm, I'm hoping it's going to happen. And what has happened, and I don't mean to be critical, I'm just, this is just an observation or a truth. People don't like it. Oh, I know. It makes people uncomfortable. And they share that. And they say, I can't stand the silence. Nobody's going to say anything. I'll kick this thing off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, they just can't be for a minute. Right. Not Mm -hmm. even a minute. No, I get it. It's not terribly Mm -hmm. long. It's just, it's just silence. And the people that talk about how uncomfortable it makes them, I just, and I don't even have to say anything. I just say to myself, like, I really appreciated that pause, like that. I crave that. I, I'm someone who talks a lot, so I need to practice it sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, for those people who may not know, there are meditation AA meetings mm-hmm. and where the first 30 minutes of the meeting is, is, is silent. That was the first meeting I ever went to. My first 12-step meeting was a meditation meeting. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? Really uncomfortable. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, I'm sure. For your first meeting ever, I was like, oh my gosh. What is happening here? Yeah. There's nobody talk. And and I was in my head so much, Sandra. So anyhow, that's the book I'm reading. It's just sweet and silent. waits for me on my nightstand. And it's something I I find that I fall asleep pretty quickly now doing these theta meditations. So Mm. I just want to read something kind of to just kind of set my mind at ease. And, um, that has been a sweet little book that has been um, been with me this year. That's nice. Silence in that the age nice. of noise. Yeah, yeah we. Um, I'll just throw in one little thing about that. We are are part of our new house construction is that we have two back porches now, which we didn't have before, and uh, we had a rocking chair that we had gotten from my father in law when he passed away. And so we put that out and that's where I've been sitting every morning um, with my coffee. Now, of course you, it's Austin, Texas, and you have to, it's summer. You have to douse yourself with mosquito repellent because mosquitoes are so bad. Um, But I found this mosquito repellent that doesn't stink too terribly bad. And um, so you have to, you have to spray yourself down first, but it's been so lovely just to sit out. And, and listen to the birds and the squirrels and um, the trees rustling. Oh, love it. I like yeah. that. Oh, okay. All right. So we're going to wrap this up with yes. some music. Okay. Yes. So tell me, tell me. Tell me. Okay. So I, I feel sort of silly saying this, but it's just the truth. I am new to Spotify. Like I just bought the paid version of Spotify at the beginning of the pandemic so mm-hmm. I could do my dance parties right. mm-hmm. and it's on IGTV and, and I could make these, I could, you know, add things to this list of that I call 80s dance party or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'm new to Spotify. So I know you can share lists. I don't really know how to do that. I'll um, show you. Okay. So I have that list. Um, don't know how to share it. The other thing that I was feeling a little self-conscious about, and maybe you can answer this. Um, I, so if, if I want to add, 
add um, songs, several songs from one artist, I'll just go down and add them all. So when you look at the list, they're all in a row. So mm -hmm. it doesn't look very curated, but then I think, well, if you're going to listen to songs off my list, you could just shuffle them. Right. Yeah. And, but still I'm self-conscious about it. It's like, if I was like, curating this list for like a part a real party I was having I would sh I would shuffle them around and yeah. I would curate the list but when you when you just look at my list you know it's like you know Depeche Mode and then there's four songs from Depeche Mode <laughs> in a row right <laughs> so anyway that's when I so when I was doing the dance party um videos people were asking me to share my list and I was really self-conscious about it because of that reason <laughs> because I'm like uh -oh. no they're not really it's not really curated it's just a an actual like list so I completely understand that I'm new okay. to Spotify as well and um I have some most of my list private Okay. Because I'm, because people can see them. I think if they can find you on Spotify, they can see your lists. Okay. Got it. So, I don't even have not consciously set it to private or right. not. So I and don't then, really know. And then I made a list for my groove clients um, so that they could go to my groove list and find all the songs that I used in the course. So that's private. So there's a way you can do things and we can chat about that, but it's pretty intuitive. I know you're so good at, at computer stuff. I, I know that yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to Yeah, I just need to sit out. down and spend some time on Spotify. But yeah. the point is I made a new list called Chill the F Out. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, right. then, and then Chill the F Out, it's like my new favorite thing. There's some Sade and uh, some Anita Baker and Mazzy Starr and the Cocteau Twins and just a whole lot of hmm. uh, the Fugees and some Lauryn Hill and just a lot of chill the F out. But again, it's like, you know, when you look at the list, it's like Sade and there's, you know, three songs from Sade so in just a row. Put, hit mix, hit, hit um, shuffle. And then right. But if I'm listening to it, right, I'm going to hit shuffle and it's going to shuffle them up. Yeah randomly so anyway that's well, my music story <laughs> well welcome to 2020 along with me um my my son got me onto spotify i think last year and um what i was going to say for sh sharing what i'm listening to was along those same lines I, I i listen through spotify now and a listener had just inquired you know why our podcast you know could we maybe put it on um Spotify, because that's where they're kind of organizing their podcast. So I'm going to ask uh, Steve if he'll look into that for us, because that would be nice to have our podcast on Spotify for people. Uh, but every morning, as, as maybe some of you know, or if you don't follow me on Instagram, you can on my stories, I pour a cup of tea and I pick a theme song for the day. And I was going to share a little bit of the reason behind that is that's my kind of visual, I'm a visual person, uh, my visual reset button for the next 24 hours that I only have these next 24 hours uh, and to try to be more present. And it's kind of fun because it's really my mood when I wake up. So it, it could be from a conversation I've had with somebody the night before and I'm kind of crunchy about it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I can, I can put up, you know, Halsey. Uh, she has a song called don't play. That's kind of uh, angry. And then, or I could um, be missing my mom or thinking about her having her in my heart. And I want to listen to some like classic country, George Strait. Um, 
you know, this is where the cowboy rides away is one of my favorites and Amarillo by morning. So it's really whatever my mood on my heart that morning when I wake up. Sometimes it's some, you know, Stevie Nicks um, and listening to her and Fleetwood Mac. So it's all across the board. If anybody would ever follow any of my lists on Spotify, they would probably be like, she's very confusing. Um, but it's okay. It's mine. And I do have a list on Spotify called Longing, which is like love songs and sweet songs that make me, um, I don't know, like romantic, um, what I long for. And I keep that private because, I don't know, it's kind of uh, personal, I guess. I don't know. So I'm playing around with it too, Sandra. I'm not very well-versed at it. Grady helps me. So um, if you need help, I can ask Grady. I'm sure Max could know. Oh, he totally could. He totally could. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm doing. And and, and music, I, I have not listened to music as part of my recovery until really this last year. I don't know why I like to work in silence or I have liked to work in silence in the past, but now music is really infusing my studio time. When I get up in the morning uh, while I'm making lunch, I used to just want silence all the time and to be alone with my thoughts. Well, I'm tired of being alone with my thoughts actually sometimes, right? I just overthink things. And so music has been a really beautiful addition to my recovery to kind of um, shift things for me. So yeah, I like that we kind of had some similar things there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We have a little treat, right? For our Yes, listeners. we do. Yeah. Um, do you want to, you want me to tell more about it? Why don't you? Because I don't have it pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. But do you want to talk about who this is and, and how, who, how she's important to us in the show? Yeah. So we, so our friend Caitlin release, so she does the, her music is our intro to the podcast and Caitlin's been on our show as well. Yeah. And, um, she released a new song. Yeah. It came out on August 7th. So she's the intro and the outro to our, to our podcast. And, she was releasing a new song. She asked if we wanted to put it on the show so that people can, could hear it. It was out August 7th. So we know we're a little bit past the date, but she wrote this at the beginning of the global pandemic and it's called all of you. And she said that all of you is a prayer and a call to action. There is no going back. There is only forward and nothing will ever be the same. We can be a creative part of building the new world we are being hurled into and it will only require us to be fully and completely ourselves, to bring our all and everything, every time. So we're going to end the show with her at um, her new song, and we hope that you guys enjoy it. Mm, yes, that, was, that, that description was beautiful, and we hope you enjoy this new song from Caitlin. Bye, guys. Bye.
Created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening. <laughs>